Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Serving the Community podcast. My name is Trisha Stetzel. I'm the owner of Results Extreme Business Solutions and also the founder of this Serving the Community podcast. The purpose is to highlight people and organizations in our communities that are serving through volunteer work and giving back to make our community, our country, and even the world a kinder place to live. I'm super excited to have two guests on the show with me today. First, I want to thank Amber Sear with Key Wellness for dragging a second guest on with us today, which is Tim Miller, the founder of Texas EquiSearch. Welcome to the show, you guys. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's is just wonderful to have you. So Tim, let's talk a little bit about Texas EquiSearch and how that organization came about. Uh, you know, I, 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 didn't, I didn't choose Texas EquiSearch. I think it chose me. At, at one time I was fairly successful in construction business and I had a lot of goals in life. And uh, I remember it like it was yesterday that uh, that my daughter disappeared and the police said that she was a runaway. We couldn't get any help whatsoever. And then uh, 17 months later, I, I, I don't know how many times I went to the police department. 17 months later on a Monday morning, I was reading a Houston newspaper and it said remains of two females found in field Lake City. And I actually took that newspaper, Lake City Police Department, and says, is there any chance one of these girls could be my daughter? And uh, believe it or not, they did not even have a missing person report on her because they just thought she was a runaway. And then three days later, they called us back in and they says, uh, you know, they came back that one of the girls is your daughter, Laura. I, uh, I remember, I think every minute of that 17 months, she was missing. Every time my phone would ring, somebody pulling my driveway, knock on my door, I literally got heart palpitations, thinking that there was bringing Laura home. Um, I knew in my heart that something had happened to Laura. And I remember taking a small sigh of relief when her body was positively ID'd. At least I know, at least I know, not what I wanted to know. And uh, man, I started following all the missing person cases and meeting with families and stuff. And, and I remember this family called me up a couple of years afterwards and says, uh, we don't know how you got through Laura's disappearance and, and death, but we've got a 14 year old daughter that's missing. Can you just tell us what to do? And I'll never forget going to their house. And when I walked in there, I, I looked at him and I seen that look of helplessness and hopelessness and fear in their eyes. And I, I don't know what happened. I just made a promise to God, Laura, I could not leave that family alone. And I, and I, I said, I, I can never leave a family alone. So I started helping out another search team and then Laura Smithers and friends would disappear and I helped out in that and, and, uh, and then started Texas EquiSearch. And we called it EquiSearch for equestrian, for horses. We was some great hillbillies on horses that was out there searching. And uh, the bad news or the good news is that uh, we got people come to our meetings and say, we don't have a horse, but we belong to or We don't have a horse, but you know what? I'm a diver and, and uh, don't have a horse, but I'm a pilot. So anything I can do. So one thing, grew to another and another. 
And now we've undoubtedly got more resources than most law enforcement agencies in the country. And uh, we've never charged a family 10 cents. And there's actually been families, and I'll get choked up a few times or just, there's actually been families that have tried to hire us and I let them know, listen, you've already paid the ultimate cost. You've got a missing loved one. Uh, my goal in the beginning was just gonna work around the greater Houston area. I could still be doing my construction and I was wrong again. Now we've been in 42 states and 11 different countries. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, you know, it, it's been a struggle all the way around in many areas, uh, certainly physically, uh, certainly emotionally, and, uh, and financially. And it's, uh, you know, at times I just kind of want to throw in the towel and then we'll get that phone call and uh, say, got to hear that little voice who made a promise to God and Lord, you'd never leave your family alone. So we've, uh, as of a couple of weeks ago, it was the uh, 304th actually deceased victim that Equisearch has found and brought closure to families. I've uh, had to testify in several murder trials. We've actually helped families out and paid for funerals before. Found many, many alive that would have been dead. And uh, one of the greatest stories I've got is on a little two and a half year old boy. When I found him, he literally was dead. He had no heart, no pulse. And uh, we did CPR and worked with him and worked with him and, uh, and literally brought him back to life, got him in a helicopter, then got him to the hospital. And uh, he's 11 years old now. And so <laughs> still get choked up over that one. I would, uh, after Laura's death, I actually built a cross out there. There's four girls that were found there. And, and I'm, I think we may be now finally close to getting an arrest after all these years. But uh, I built a cross there and I would walk up to that cross and I'd say, uh, Laura, don't hate your daddy. I can't come out here anymore. I, uh, I have to say goodbye. I have to put my life back together. And I'd literally be walking away and I'd hear this little voice say, Dad, don't quit. Please don't quit. I said, damn you, Laura. Just damn you. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, here we are. Here, here we are. We've had wonderful volunteers and members over the years. Uh, did some huge cases. Of course, Kaylee Anthony in Florida and and uh, which we had over 4,200 volunteers show up. And then so many people became interested. And now we've got Orlando, Florida group that covers that. Uh, we've got a, uh, another branch in Cincinnati, Ohio. So, you know, we're really covering some, some big areas now and in, in just trying to make a small difference in somebody's life that's gone through the very worst time of their life. So. You know, I'm 74 years old and most people are retired before this and I'm, I just every day feel like I'm just getting warmed up. So, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I think, uh, you know, I look at it and I'm very, very blessed. I can, uh, I've went to many funerals for parents that have lost their children and literally died of a broken heart, died of suicide or drug or alcohol. and. And uh, 
and, and you know, if it wasn't for EquiSearch and the great people, uh, I don't know where I'd be my own self. Because uh, I, I certainly am one of them parents that certainly had some struggles. So again, I didn't choose EquiSearch, it chose me and it just the wonderful people and stuff is, I think what has me as sane as I am, and I'm borderline when I say sane. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you nod your head, Amber. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's, uh, you, you know, I, and I think that, that God literally has blessed me in so many ways and blessed this organization and, and keeps us going. And, you know, so many times we're family's last and only hope. Um, you know, many, many families even today still struggle because law enforcement, they don't have a crime scene, they don't have a witness. So it takes for granted this person left on their own we get called by FBI, we get called by Texas Rangers, we get called by law enforcement all over the country because we have built a reputation uh, that we've done some pretty good work, pretty good work. Law enforcement, number one, their budgets are, I don't, I don't even know how they're operating today. Really, crime has certainly went up. So when they do have a missing person, their investigators are working that and another case and they don't have the manpower to actually go out and and, uh, and do the search. And so, uh, I mean, just minutes ago, I got called by a detective in uh, Arkansas in a, uh, a nine-year-old cold case that they want me to come in and work. Uh, we've worked many cold cases. And in fact, I found a 15 year old girl that was missing 25 years wow. and uh, out in the middle of nowhere in Wharton County. And I really looked at this 60 acre piece of property. And, and again, as God works, I picked out a spot to go ahead and, and search. And on the third scoop with a backhoe, I brought her little body up and literally <laughs> we know I may get choked up but it was 25th anniversary of the day she disappeared. So that's not the, Tim, the work of Tim Miller and our organization. Again, I think. Um, yeah, you know, thank goodness for people like you, Tim, where you took something that um, certainly crushed your world, right? And you were able to turn it around and give back to other people who needed your help. And whether that was the message from Laura or Laura and God, uh, you are meant to do this because so many people have needed EquiSearch over the years. So thank you for telling your story. And um, so heartfelt, you know, even after all of these years, I can see the emotion or hear the emotion in your voice. And I really appreciate you telling that story. I know you've probably had to tell it a million times over the years, but it's important and it's worth listening to every single time you tell it. So we brought Amber along because Kitty Wellness, who Amber is with, is actually yeah. doing some work with EquiSearch. So Amber, would you tell us a little bit about how you got involved with Texas EquiSearch? I actually met Tim many, many years ago through Innovative Alternatives. Um, we gave him the Legacy of Leadership Award and I was in charge of doing that event with Sharon Bayes, we all know. <laughs> and um, so yes, and 
met him and then I saw them on the news again. So I called the office. I want to say maybe 2015, I don't remember, and um, to see if they needed any help. And then I came in the office and started helping them with fundraising. And then I eventually started going on searches and helping with volunteers. And, and then KT Wellness, who I work for now, is also, they're big supporters of Texas EquiSearch. So it just all kind of merged and came together. So it's yeah, that's awesome. Well, and I think, you know, once a giver, always a giver, right? And we just keep finding each other. Which is <laughs> we amazing. do. I know. Uh, and somehow, Tim, we keep finding our way back to your organization. Uh, you know, all these places. So I think something important to touch on here, and you guys have both talked about it, is how people can get involved and help Texas EquiSearch. So, you know, whether that's digging into your pocket and helping with a fundraiser or helping on the ground as someone who gets out there and helps with the search, what are, what are ways that people can get involved with Texas EquiSearch right now and how do they get involved? Well, I'll, I'll touch on what we need out there with volunteers and members and then Amber can take care of the funding <laughs> and the, but, um, we are actually struggling now with volunteers. There's a, I don't know what is happening. And I think it's a problem across the country and it may possibly the world and my, and my church suffers the same thing. You know, it's always the same, even though we got 400 plus on our call out right here in the greater Houston, it's always the same ones that show up, whether it's 10 or 15 or something. Uh, our older people, <clears throat> some of them, <clears throat> excuse me, some been with us since the start. Uh, some of them they passed away. Some of them are now at the age of that they can't do it anymore. And I don't know what is happening, but younger people seems like do not want to get involved in volunteering with a lot of things. And you know, if it wasn't for the volunteers and stuff. Our organization, plus many, many hundreds of more out there, wouldn't be where they're at today. So, how we can get to younger people? And when I say younger people, I'm talking about under 45 years old. <laughs> Literally, get them involved. And uh, you know, my fear is 20 years from now there won't be anybody wanting to volunteer for anything, and we're going to be in a lot of trouble. Uh, so. So I don't know. We yeah, we need we need volunteers that are, that are actually out there searching. That okay. So, so you need boots on the ground. We need boots on the ground. Okay. We need people that want to learn the boat. And besides being sonar, we get so so many drownings. So, you know, pilots out there that can fly for us on a search or fly us to from here to Arkansas to meet with detective and stuff and see what we need to bring in. Yeah. We uh, we have a place for everybody, <laughs> and unfortunately, our numbers are getting smaller and smaller over the years. And somehow or another, us and many many other volunteer organizations got to get some interest out there to start getting these numbers up again. Because I'm uh, I, I gotta say I'm fearful five years ten years from now that uh, I may not be here. But if I'm not here. I don't want this organization to just go away. 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, and you know, I don't know that it's just, um, maybe it's an awareness, right? For the younger people. Uh, and they just aren't aware that some of your volunteers and the people, you know, boots on the ground, they're getting older, they can't be the boots on the ground anymore. So they're going off and doing the um, fundraisers, right? And trying to work in that space versus. So getting the awareness out there and through you know, shows like this and having you tell your story, Tim, and really say to people, we we need boots on the ground and I'll put it in the show notes too. We're looking for younger people who can take on that kind of work, right? Mm -hmm. We need right. people there. Um, so I will, I hope that I can help spread the word out there to the younger generation that, Hey, the people who have been doing this aren't going to be able to do it much longer and we need your help. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Yeah, sure. All right, Amber, so talk to us about the fundraising side, and then I want you to tell me about the really cool thing that's happening this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, we have um, we have a fundraiser coming up May 1st at, um, it's here in Dickinson. I don't have all the details on that. Um, when you do, we can always add okay. it back uh, to the post, and we'll put a link up there where people can come find it. Okay. It's, it's. Yeah, we probably should talk about that one at a different time. Um, we have the spindle tap event that's happening this weekend. So uh, in 2000, yes, I'm excited about this one. So in 2019, uh, Mary Thorne from Thistle Draft and John Denman from Spindle Tap and Drink of Ages radio show, we, we all got together with Tim and started this Taps for Texas EquiSearch. So what happens there is uh, in 2019, I think we had 29 breweries around the Houston area that had an event that day at their facility. And we kind of toured around and took pictures and people would come in and, and support their organization as well as our organization. Well, you know, COVID happened and we couldn't do last year. So this year, Spindletap decided that they were going to brew a beer, uh, commemorative beer for Texas EquiSearch. And we're launching that this weekend. So it's Saturday at Spindletap from 12 to 4. Um, is the release of well, the doors open at 11 but the actual event is from uh 12 to 4 and then there's a band playing crawfish boil it should be a ton of fun awesome i love it you guys, this has been amazing. Tim, thank you for taking the time. I know that you have 100,000 other things going on right now, but I appreciate you spending a few minutes with us to talk about the organization and what you need. And I hope that we can get the word out there, uh, or I know that we're getting the word out there, and I hope that you can get some more boots on the ground and people engaged in these um, events so we can raise money for Texas EquiSearch. Well, I appreciate you. Thank you. So Thank much. you so much. Trisha. Absolutely. And Amber from KT Wellness, and mm -hmm. I will put a plug in for you in the show notes as well with a link back to the clinic so people can learn more about what you guys are doing over there too, because I've had the opportunity to talk to y'all <laughs> on my business podcast, which yes. was really awesome too. So Tim and Amber, thank you all so much for being here today. All right. Thank, thank you, you, Trisha. Thank you. And that concludes this week's podcast, Serving the Community.